Hello, hello, my little survivors. It's another week and another episode of 30, 30 and Surviving. I am your host, Tracy. Um, I've said it before, I'll say it again. It would be so nice if you guys could like, follow, rate, subscribe, comment, do all the things. It's 30 Flirty Surviving on Instagram, and we are streaming on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, and iHeart. So go back, listen to old episodes if you haven't before. Say something nice about me and give me five stars. Let's see this thing thrive, not survive. Um. Okay, well... You guys, I have never been more excited in my entire life. I have someone on the show with me today who you might not recognize if you don't know me personally. She is someone who is very special to me. She is not just my best friend, not just my roommate, but she's also my sister. Lisa, Lisa, say hello to everyone. Hi, listeners. Thank you all for tuning in. So excited to talk to everyone. Yay. Um, So the thought behind today's episode is now that I am doing this on my own and we're all going to get to know each other a little bit better. I it's just, you know, you and me, babe. It's just us out here. I thought, why not bring on the person who knows me best out of anyone in the world? And let her answer some questions about me and potentially roast me a little bit. Potentially put me in the hot seat. I mean, you know, you do have a gift for that, so I'll try my best. Yeah, I feel like normally it's the other way around. (laughs) I'm doing it to everyone else. So Uh I may or may not regret this later, but I think it'll be a really fun way for, for you guys at home to see another side of me. And there's many sides. (laughs) Multiple personality disorder. There's a few living up in here. (laughs) True, 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 true. Um, Before we dive into those questions, my sister Lisa is anti-social media, anti-Instagram. So I can't refer you to any social uh, handles that you can go and look and stalk her. You'll have to do that on my page if that's what you'd like to do. Um, But... She is on Facebook if you're 65 and she's on Snapchat if you want to add her if you're 23 years old. So you can find her there or you can go to Tracy Sherm and see what's up. Sometimes I post pictures of you. I don't even know if you know they exist. I don't. I have no way (laughs) of looking at them. Don't worry. I would never post anything bad. Sure. (laughs) Okay. So um, my first question to you, Miss Lisa, is what do you think is the biggest difference between you and I? Well, as human beings, I would say that our biggest difference is probably the way that we react to things. How so? (laughs) Um, I find personally that I need more time than most to process things before I can speak about them. So I'm pretty careful in that way um, of expression. Oh, I don't like to... I feel like careful was a strategic word. You use that on purpose, <laughs> but please continue. I just don't like to say anything that I don't mean. So it takes me a little longer to come around to um, okay. really putting intent behind my thoughts and feelings and emotions, but 
Tracy, on the other hand, you know, whatever she's thinking, it just comes out <laughs> nice or not. So, hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. I have a little more finesse, even though it takes me time. Oh, oh. But <laughs> True. there is, you know, just something about a straight shooter. There's no questions. And that I am. You say it. Yeah. If anyone was like, does this dress make me look fat? Did my pants rip? Do I have my period stain on the back of my jeans? I am that person. If you have broccoli in your teeth at dinner, I'm going to let you know. Which is a good person to have around. Yeah, I mean it. I come from love. I want the best for you. Absolutely. Just if you have a certain answer in mind. Yeah, if you're looking looking for something, if you're like fishing, I'm not the person to go to (laughs) for that because you never know what you're going to get. You're going to get the fucking cold hard truth. That's for sure. Okay, so um, Lisa's my older sister. We're 17 months apart and we are very different obviously and I think what you just explained was just really one of the ways but probably you're right one of the most obvious um but like growing up I was definitely like the girly girl the social butterfly Lisa was the athlete the straight A student and so we were I think we butted heads a little bit when we were younger because it was more like in competition like you could do all the things I couldn't and that's what made me like jealous of you in a way and then I think it was when you were 18 you went to college and she was only at Stonehill. You were not that far away, but it felt like you were on the other ends of the world. And that's when I was like, oh my God, I miss her so much. And I would come and visit you all the time. And I think that that like distance, even though it wasn't really distance, but like- Yeah, solid 40 minutes to each yeah, no big deal. <laughs> yeah, it like just made me realize how close we actually are and how like much I adore our relationship. Do you feel like- growing up there was ever an advantage or disadvantage to being the older sister versus the younger sister because I am I'm the younger one just so everybody knows (laughs) um I don't feel like this is an easy one to answer as there's pros and cons to both Mm -hmm. and I think if we weren't as mature and intellectual as we are, that maybe this would be more a solid, clear answer. But um, what I did like, and I only know what it's like to be an older sister, what I liked about being the oldest is being a trailblazer and setting your own path. And, Mm. you know, I feel as though you might have felt there was a path maybe carved out for you or footsteps you needed to follow in and sorry to have set those for you. Yeah, every freaking semester this girl comes home with A plus straight (laughs) and every single subject and then I come home with like a B plus and it's like I just get shunned. I I I had the bar was set so high. Oh. It wasn't fair. We would try out for travel soccer. You make the A team. I make the C team. I was like, I'm never going to live up to these expectations. I mean, we're so close in age that I don't think the gap was really that noticeable. I think we were very much in the same social Mm. scenarios and athletic scenarios. And we always stayed in the same school systems, really. So I don't notice a huge difference the way that other families do with their dynamic. Yeah, but that's true. I think that you're right, though. Like, there was kind of, like, if you were playing a certain sport, I would just play that sport. Yes. Like, if you Everything were... Everything I did, Tracy did, like, the year. The first job. After. Um, first job, Cold Stone. School, if you... Athletics. If I gave you a dollar right now, could you still sing a Cold Stone, t- <laughs> a Cold Stone tip song? Hey, guys. We got a tip. <laughs> that's not a song. No, but I that's how you think, started it. You oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Want to do paddles. Twinkle, Twinkle? 
No, I don't remember Twinkle, that. twinkle, little star, thanks for the dollar in our jar. That's the only one I remember. I don't remember any of them. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, Cold Stone. That was fun. <laughs> that was fun. Um, okay. So um, we're roommates, as I mentioned, um, which I don't think that you needed to be my roommate to be able to answer this question, but maybe you could answer it even better now that we've been living together for like a year and a half. What is my most annoying habit? Honestly, <laughs> there's not much on my complaint list. I think oh, we have would you look at that. a pretty great mutual understanding of our different responsibilities around the house and how those contribute to taking care of the house. But if I had to say one little thing. Let's hear it. Um, for those of you who don't know, Tracy works from home. Um, I don't have that luxury. So if I had to say something that's annoying, um, you know, when I come home from a long day of work and the dish is full of dirty, or the dish, the sink is full of dirty dishes, and Fun. the trash hasn't been taken out. Okay, but I'm working. I'm not. I'm not doing nothing all day. I'm working. Listen, you asked. I'm giving you an answer. Okay, but that's more like <laughs> um, that's like more of like a bad roommate thing. I mean, like my oh. personality trait. What oh. is an annoying habit that I have? Well, um, Tracy has this amazing ability to double the amount of energy that she has at nighttime. <laughs> I don't know where it comes from, but just when you think, oh, this might be a good time to turn off the TV and get a decent night's sleep. Oh no, that is unacceptable yeah. to Tracy Andrew. I feel like I see the clocks hit like 9 p.m. and I'm yep. like, oh no, it's almost bedtime. And it just makes me fear that the day is over and I haven't done enough and I get energy on 100. Absolutely. That's true. Yeah. And you know, when this girl wants to watch one more episode, oh, forget about it. You will oh be guilted God. by any means possible. I'm like, please, can we watch one more episode? You, what do you mean you don't want to hang out with me? You're going to make me wait till tomorrow night to watch this show. Like, don't Lisa, you love me? It's just the finale. We have one more to get through. <laughs> Come on. And she's like, I'm going to bed. It's something to look forward to tomorrow. Just deal with it. <laughs> I'm like, Meh. but I also feel like my energy is like that all the time. Not just at oh, night. Yes. Yeah. Um, but for I, some reason it's heightened before yes, bedtime. Yes. Because it's like, I, I don't want to go to bed. No. I'm never. like a toddler. She'll stay I don't up till three sleep. in the morning if she wants to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I do. Outrageous. I don't know how you do it. Um, That makes me think of the other day. I feel like this is a perfect example of not only my energy, but also the difference between you and I. I woke up at like five in the morning the other day and I never wake up that early. Um, And I was so like bored just waiting for the day to start. Lisa was like still getting ready. And I'm out on the couch. I've like made my coffee. I've already, you know, washed my face, brushed my teeth. I've gotten ready for the day. And I'm just sitting on the couch waiting for her to come out. Just waiting. I'm so excited. But she's like running behind. She's late for work. And she's like trying to rush out the door. And I'm like, Lisa, happy Monday. Don't let Monday master you. Be the master of your Monday. Have a great week. I'm so excited for you. Go seize the day. It may be gray outside, but it'll be always bright if you have sun in your heart. And if Lisa, you think was, this is an exaggeration? It's not. Yeah, I'm just like screaming means. like mantras at you, and she goes, "Bye." Literally doesn't <laughs> even acknowledge it. She's like, "Bye." I was like, "That's all I get." That's, I've been sitting here more patiently time. waiting for you to come out <laughs> and to connect with you before a long day at work. I say all these nice things, get you pumped up, give you a little pep talk, and I get, bye. 
Next time I'll leave sticky notes on your mirror for when you wake up. That's sweet. Sometimes she does do that for me. Sometimes when I wake up in the morning, there'll be a sticky note that says like, you're the best sissy in the world. It's very sweet. She's sweet when she wants to be. Um, okay. Well, next question. Do you have a favorite memory of us um, or me or whatever, like either recently from childhood it can be embarrassing it can be sentimental anything that stands out as like a a top three well having known you for uh my whole life there's Mm. lots of memories to choose from (laughs) (laughs) um there's one for sure that i wish i could actually remember or was of age to recall this personally but um when we were younger my sister used to Follow me around the house, and mind you, nothing has changed at all. That's still, <laughs> yeah, still do that today. <laughs> but she couldn't say Lisa, so my parents thought it was so cute, and they would tell us that she would walk around the house trying to find me and be like, "Sa, Sa, where are you? <laughs> I would." And I just wish they would have recorded it. Like I that know. is the cutest thing, and it's a sweet memory that I'll just have to envision from now on. But Wow. Out of all of them, that's it. It's a super cute one. That's a really good one. I have another recent one, which is also sentimental. Um, wow. I find uh, other ones to talk about. Okay. Want, but um, yeah. another one recently, uh, actually it wasn't that recent. It was uh, back in March, maybe. Um, I was dropping you off at the airport. Oh. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> she, we get there. I park the car and I get her luggage out of the car and put it on the curb and she goes to say goodbye and give me a hug with a tear in her eye and then she starts walking takes about three steps (laughs) stops turns around comes back and rushes at me for a big hug this time softly sobbing and it was just the cutest thing you know makes you feel nice that I live with her and she still didn't want to leave me for a couple of days and yeah I was so sad to leave. I was going for four days, if that. And I was so sad. I have attachment issues. (laughs) Well, it was a sweet memory. That's so sweet. That's so funny. (laughs) I thought you were going to say something embarrassing. I can. Um, okay, well, hold on. Before you do that, I, it's funny that you say that because I think so many times on the show I've talked about like how I have a lot of trouble with my emotions, but you, I don't have that issue with. No, not at all. You, I probably it's should like reel back my emotions, <laughs> but like you're the one person that I'm like, like there's no worry there, you know? So I'm like fully vulnerable with you and I could, yeah, you, if, when you want to go to bed, I cry. so yeah leaving you for four days I cry um okay what's your embarrassing story um well this brings us back to early college years I think um a summer summertime okay (laughs) I'm nervous (laughs) okay that we had when um we were out at different gatherings or parties and this is going and someone needed a ride home so I got the urgent message hey what are you doing? Um, I'm across town. And she's like, okay, can you come get me, please? And I was a little astonished because I'm like, all right, well, I'm out. Like, what do you need? And she's like, please, it's an emergency. Like, I don't feel good. I got to go. And I was like, all right, well, it's going to take me about 20 minutes to get home oh from town. <laughs> so um, I'm 
driving and as I'm driving the texts start coming in more frequently and the expression has a lot more like frantic undertone like all caps. to it. Oh yeah started being alright like how far away are you? Okay really though like um, are you going to be here soon? Yeah and then every 30 seconds. In all caps. So I finally get her from said party and <laughs> she I was like what is the matter with you and she was like I just don't feel good I have to go to the bathroom and I couldn't go inside the house so like I didn't want to go in the yard so um I'll leave the end of the story to your imagination but that was her oh I'll tell it I don't SOS care. yeah I was basically at a party in this kid's backyard I think it was in high school and like he used to like have these parties in his backyard and it was um like in like was it like a shed or like a garage type of thing and so it was just like a four walls like there's no bathroom and like his mom was kind of like whatever you guys do out there you do out there but like you don't take it out in the house so like we couldn't even use the bathroom when he had people over because she didn't want to be like privy to if kids were drinking or whatever so you were screwed if you had to pee and I was mid party and I was like you get those like cramps and I was like I am gonna shit my pants (laughs) I'm gonna shit my pants and there's no way to stop this. And so I frantically was texting you, yes. And then I shit my pants in the car on the way home. Yeah, it <laughs> happened. <laughs> I and wasn't going to blow up your entire spot, but since oh, you what, blew up well, my you already car started. you blew up your own. What was, what, where were we going to go from here? <laughs> Not finish the story for the people? Yeah. What do yeah, I it care? Was, it was a pretty Listen, story. Listen, I also found out a couple of years later that I have celiac disease, so I blame it on that. I blame it on that. I drank too many Bud Lights and I pooped my pants. I literally, and I, we made Lisa, I made Lisa stop. Meanwhile, this house was like five minutes from my parents' house. I made her stop halfway through. So only two two minutes later. And I like took my pants off through them and then I made her when we got home to our parents house she had to go in the house first go to my room get me new pants throw them out the window (laughs) she had to sneak into the backyard I had to open a window throw them out just so she could enter the front door (laughs) because I didn't have pants that were usable yeah yeah that was that's embarrassing but you know I also have no shame so you know (laughs) shit happens to the best of us what can you do? It sure does. Um, okay, that's a good story. Um, okay, um, so with all of this being said, I mean, obviously I'm obsessed with you. Um, what do you think that my love language is? Your love language? Do you language? need a reminder on what the love languages are? Um, I don't know all of them, but... I'll tell you okay. before you give me an answer. <laughs> okay, it's physical touch, mm-hmm. words of affirmation, acts of service, quality time, and gifts. You always have like one that's the most, but like I think you can have like, you you can give two. Well, I mean, touch is definitely one of them because Mm. if our (laughs) heads are even remotely close to each other when we're laying on the couch, she'll be like, oh, did you just want to get closer to me? Or all of a sudden I'll see the hand come out from behind the pillow and she's like stroking my hair. Or (laughs) if my arm's out like this, she'll just put her hands so that our pinkies are touching. I do. I do like to touch you. I'll be like, can you just please lay with your head towards my head? So I feel like we're together. I mean, I'm not safe on any location in the couch. Like if her (laughs) head is by my feet, she'll tickle my foot or something. She just has to, you know, touch me every like five minutes in some sort of way. Yeah. Okay. Why did you have a second one too? Um, I think words of effort or quality time. I was going to say. That's what I would say mine are too. Yeah. I think so too. Wow. 
You know me so well. That's so great. Um, okay. If there were to ever be, which one day there will be, putting this out there, a movie made about my life, who do you think they would cast as me in the movie and you? Because obviously you would be one of the stars of the show. Well, I think from early high school, you always related to or thought you um, were similar to Rachel Bilson. Yeah, everyone when she was in those Magnum ice cream commercials, <laughs> everyone used to say, I saw you on TV. <laughs> but but I don't feel like just, I look like her anymore. Well, I mean, I think it's more the image of these people too and what they portray. But she's very girl next door, um, the one you want to root for, for her success. Oh, oh, very, oh. you know. Say less, honey. <laughs> yes. Very sweet. I feel like that's the kind of roles that she's casted for, you know. Okay. So that would be me. Yeah. Okay. What about you? Maybe more like Mila Kunis. I feel like she's a little more Ooh, rough around the edges. but I like that. She's casted for like relatable roles, like funny, like that's yes. my life kind of stuff that happens to her. And she is spicy. She's spicy. spicy. She's spicy. I love that um, video of her. She's so she's r- Russian and mm-hmm. she um, there's a like when her and Justin Timberlake did that movie Friends with Benefits, they were doing like a press tour and they had an interview in Russia. And um, I don't remember exactly the context, but do you remember this, Hurley? There was like um, some interview. I don't know if he said something rude to Justin, but or he was like talking in Russian and Mila fucking went off and she literally just went into this reporter. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. Do I you know I what they said? It. I don't remember. No, but I yeah. thought they just asked a question in Russian. I didn't know that they were. Oh, like, and she was just like, how rude, you know, he doesn't know how to. Speak. No, I think they knew that she spoke Russian. So they just wanted to like try it out. I don't know. You might be right, oh. though. She no, she was definitely that. like sticking up for him. Oh, it was something okay. about him. I don't yeah. I think I think that they asked a question that was like why wouldn't you just stick to music? Like, why are you acting something? And it was like kind of condescending. Mm. And so she was like, why are you here? Why do you do anything that you do? But she was like going off with him in Russian. It was hilarious. (laughs) It was hilarious. So she's definitely spicy. She's definitely you. I like that. I'm into that. Um, I feel like though, like, yes, looks wise, but I feel like if personality wise, if someone had to be me, it'd be like Aubrey Plaza because she's like, Oh, <laughs> messed in the head. Like that's she's what I would feel got like a is sense of humor like no other. That's yeah. for sure. Okay, I'm into that. I'll take that. That's a compliment. Okay. Um, okay, I will be honest with you. I have gone on record on the show. Not that you've ever listened to a goddamn episode, <laughs> but I have gone on record um, saying that Scorpios are traditionally not my favorite sign. Well, that's a shame that they bore me, and that. You are also a Scorpio. (laughs) (laughs) Do I bore you? But you don't. You're my sister and I love you. Um, But me being an Aries, you being a Scorpio, we talked about astrology in the past. Do you feel like our astrology signs have had anything to do with the way that we communicate with one another or like how close we are? I definitely do. I mean... Although we're very different in our communication styles, I think 
they're spelled out pretty accurately by our astrological signs. I find that we fit the mold of how they kind of portray us. So Mm. um, in that sense, as we've gotten older, I think we've just, you know, we're kind of truth seekers and we want answers for our questions. And I'm always on a quest to understand people on Mm. a deep level. So I think we've worked out the kinks over the years, but, um, you know, sometimes that will come into play when we're butting heads, you know, we have different uh, ways of handling things, but for the most part, you know, you're fire, I'm water. Yeah. And when you put those two together, you just get a little mist. <laughs> like sometimes you got to balance each other out. Yeah, I feel like um, I'm much more like I ask a question. I just want an answer. Like, mm-hmm. yes, no, good, great, bad. I ask you a question and I get a monologue. <laughs> and I want to give you a thorough explanation for what you've asked. There is no quick answer with Lisa. <laughs> you ask her a question and you're wait until tomorrow for it to be finished. It takes forever. Um, but I love that about you because I think to your point, like you do think about the words that come out of your mouth so much. And so you, there's a lot of intent by anything that you say or with anything that you say. And so you really mean it and you really, it comes from the heart. And so I appreciate that. And so for me, I feel like one of the things that I've had to learn is just like, Being if I'm in patient. a rush, I can't <laughs> ask Lisa a question. But when I do have time, I ask her and like, I really listen because she's, It's a well thought out answer. I just don't want anyone to ever walk away questioning something when they've communicated with me. I want you to understand exactly where I come from. I Mm. don't like the feeling of being misunderstood and I don't want to ever say something, like I said, I don't mean. So my job is to be careful about what I say and how I say it. And, you know, the way that I communicate with people, it's not just words for me. I pay attention to tone, inflection and body language. And that's how I really get my answers, no matter what. has. Are you a big, when you text, are you like an explanation point kind of person? Yes. I feel like it's rude to not include. Oh my God. I need you to understand a sure versus a sure. Yeah, 100%. Like, (laughs) yeah, like I'm excited about it or yeah, like whatever to shut you up. Like I need, those are important. And emojis too. Do you have a favorite emoji? Um, I tend to use the one that's laughing with the tears coming out of its eyes. Mm, that's That's a classic. My favorite right now is the one with the dizzy eyes and it's like, because <laughs> that's how I feel on a regular basis. <laughs> I just like, feel like the crying laughing emoji has so many different, you know, ways that mm. can finish your thought or your text. And- yeah, but I also feel like sometimes you can say that and it's like, I'm being sarcastic and like, hope you get it. And sometimes it's like, oh my God, that's so funny. That cracked me up. <laughs> like you are I, the queen of sarcasm. I am. I am. I am. Tell me more things about myself. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, okay. Um, I have one more question about us. And then I have a couple more general questions for you. Sure. Um, another thing that I've talked about on the show before is how you hate my taste in music. Oh. And how you've self-proclaimed my taste in music as Tracy's saddest hits. 
And I, I also want you to know that I made a playlist on Spotify <laughs> called Tracy Saddest Hits after that. Because that's what it should be called. Oh my God. They just like, br- there's nothing better than you like hear like a, a lyric and it like really hits and you're like, wow. I like, it either like crushes my soul or I'm like, damn, I'm glad I'm not in that person's position. My life's not so bad after all. Oh my goodness. Um, what is your problem with it? What do you hate okay, so bad about well, it? Well, when you're getting ready or doing something productive around the house, you want to have this power music behind okay, you. Okay, hold the freaking phone because power music to you is, <laughs> what are those people, Goondog? What are their names? Oh, Ramstein. Ra- what, Ramstein? Yeah. This is German like rock metal band and they're like, <laughs> and I'm like, you don't even know what they're saying. And she's like, yeah, but it feels good. And then she like <laughs> literally just like bobs. I'm like, she's emo, heavy metal. Like you are like an alternative crazy person. So that's your pump up music. Yeah. For but, the record. You know, when you're doing your makeup and your hair in the mirror yeah. and you just want that boost of confidence. The last thing that I would want to listen to <laughs> is some music that makes you, um, I don't know, question your previous life choices. Um, <laughs> you really have to contemplate your mental health status. <laughs> you know, I'd rather listen to things that make me feel good and get yeah. amped up than like, Thinking about your breakup right before you walk out the door. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like that, exactly. Remember when you used to listen to your emo music in high school and dad would be like, kill all the babies in the world <laughs> and he would make fun of your music? Oh yeah, he still does that. Okay, yeah, good. like that's, yeah, yours is like, see, I feel like your music is depressing to me. I'm like, that doesn't sound, it's like, what, like black my wise slip my, I don't want to say that. That's not right. But yeah, something like that. Um, I've okay. expanded my taste to be perfect. You have. Fair. I feel like you're way more like, like oldies, like 70s classic rock now. Yeah. Not Any, like crazy. Anything rock related. I've grown out of the hardcore mm. underground phase. I still like that, but it's not the only thing I listen to. I love a lot of classic rock and, you know, fun pop punk and grunge and. Cool alternative can't relate i know sounds good i love that journey for you i love that journey for you because you have to listen to it all the time anyways oh my god you listen to it on like 900 decibels yes also the loudest important to the getting amped up part is having the volume (laughs) cranked up yeah um okay i want to ask you about social media and about your hatred for it um why do you feel like a you never got an Instagram in the first place never. and b why you refuse to get one now? Is there something about social media that like just I don't know leaves a bad taste in your mouth or like that you're just like not interested in? Like what about it where you like that's just not for me? I find it hard to keep up with everybody's lifestyle and pace of life mm-hmm. and I just feel better off not getting distracted and weighed down by the pressures of social media. I mean, I think obviously we're past that sensitive age where it really affects the way that you mature and grow up. But also, you're not just keeping tabs on your close circles, beautiful lives. You know, I feel like a lot of people just want to gain followers and that sparks zero interest in my mind. I just, Mm. you know, I could care less about, you know, I appreciate the community that everyone here is a part of, but yeah. you know, as far as 
influencers and stuff go. You know, I I influence myself. I don't need the oh, internet for that. Oh my god, what a fucking power statement! I love that. You know, I just I I I feel like it's one more thing that I'd be scrolling through and wasting my time. Like, um, okay. You know, yeah, it, it's kind of like a time suck. And yeah. it definitely is. Like, it's highlight reels. And it's, like, for me, I like it more of the connectivity. I like being able to, right. like, the people that I don't see on a daily basis, like, see of what's course. going on in their lives. Yeah. Like, I just saw yesterday, like, a girl that I went to elementary school with is having her first baby. And I'm like, oh, good for you. Like, it's oh, happy to sweet. see her, like, doing well and stuff. But I do, it, it can get toxic. It can get toxic. So I feel like if I were you too, if I hadn't done it at this point, there's no point in doing it now. Yeah. I just don't really like that being at the front of how you socialize and network and interact with people. You know, I kind of just prefer to do those things in yeah. person. And I feel like, you know, it's not necessarily attention seeking, but the point of it is to like get people to look at it. Right. So yeah. I just don't feed into that as much as most people do. But okay, you know, when I see cute pictures, I'll like them, but... Oh, I love that. I know Lisa. <laughs> Not much of a post. You know how like um, like now it's like the TikTok is like TikTok comes first, and then like the reels come like weeks later, and then like Facebook stories get them like weeks later. It's like you already make fun of the people that oh, yeah. aren't on TikTok that see the reels, and you're like, yeah, I saw that. That was cool a month ago. Yeah, Lisa I know. will come like two months later, and she'll be like, oh, look at this funny video, and I'm like, like yeah, dude, that. that's a little late for that. <laughs> But I love it. I love it. Um, okay. Um, I have a dating question for you. Okay. If you don't mind me saying this, once upon a time, you used to be the queen of dating apps. <laughs> there wasn't one you weren't on. There wasn't a first date you wouldn't go to. You were a datasaurus. Oh. <laughs> <New> one. <laughs> I just came to me before. on the spot. I kind of like it. I'm going to use it. A datasaurus. Um, but you recently found yourself a man's. So kudos to you. Congratulations. Love him. I'm obsessed with him. He's pretty He's great. so sweet. Um, and he treats you well, which is all I care about. So we love him. We're happy for you. Um, but going back into the life of being in the dating world, um, for girls who are on the dating apps, um, what would be like your sort of piece of advice or recommendation to them? Because I feel like it is a little bit of a struggle. I would say to anyone out there no. on the scene, <laughs> on the hunt, you know, just hang in there for yourself, most oh. importantly, because love is worth it. And oh, wow. quite frankly, you've You're got so nothing deep. to lose. <laughs> You have everything to gain by learning the lessons that these people bring in and out of your life. And, you know, I think it just better sets you up for what kind of person you're looking for, you know? Yeah. I think that it's worth Do you it feel to like give people a shot and find out what works for you, what doesn't. And so like your like thing would be like, just go on the date, like just give it a, sh like, yeah. how would you know which way is right, which way is right or left? Like is like, which one's yes or no? Right. Uh, Swipe right, right is like them. Yes. Like them. So um, you would say like swipe right a little bit more like if you're on the fence with somebody. Yeah. And like just give it a shot. And then like if you get asked on a date, like go. But like how do you deal with awkward dates? Like have you ever been to a date and you're just like I immediately want to leave? 
I have experienced those, but you know, just to be a nice person, I have historically sucked it stuck out. it out. Yeah, and just uh, wrapped up the date, but probably never talked to that. Person What's the again. worst date you've ever been on? The worst date I've ever been on. Yeah. Um, was it the guy? Was it the place or the activity? Like, what was so bad about it? Tell me everything. I, the place was fine, but I just remember this one particular man that I went on a date with. Man. He wanted to know about all of my other dating experiences. And I think after getting to know someone a few times, like, it's okay to talk about mm. what has brought you to this point, what you're looking for, like, what's shaped you really. But he just wanted to know, like, the bad stories that I've had on dates before. And he was, like, telling me the amount of people he's been on dates with and what asking the, the same in return. And I just found it to be such a turnoff. And I was like, are you looking for, like, guidance from me? Or are you, like, trying to get to know me? Like, it's just kind of a strange thing to talk about it wouldn't be my subject of choice that's on a first so uncomfortable date. I mean it wasn't how awful. many people have you gone on dates with was your history like how many relationships what? have you been in what uh, do you want my social security number as well exactly yeah it was just strange and then he continued to speak to me afterwards and I just eventually stopped answering but wow yeah, it was. I mean, I'm pretty lucky, though. I, mm -hmm. I have not had horror stories the way that other okay. people have. I've never gotten up and left in the middle of a date, like snuck to the bathroom and peaced wow. out and never had anyone do that to me either. But um, that's pretty good. Yeah, I feel very lucky in that sense. I haven't been traumatized by, <laughs> by dates, just kind of. Yeah, well, I'm so know, glad to hear better that you're not traumatizing them out, you know? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, what is like, mm, like what, like, would you ideally want for a first date? Like what would be like the place you'd want to go to or like the like type of experience you'd want to have? I do find it very sweet and endearing when someone actually asks you out to dinner. I just think there's a different level of Aww. excitement and maturity that comes with a dinner date versus just, Hey, let's grab drinks so I can feel you out real quick. Yeah. And decide whether I want to like a take you out or don't you feel like it's so annoying like guys are like it's like I feel like my pet peeve with guys a lot of times is like I don't know if they've lost like their confidence or like they just want to seem like cool about it and like so shy but it's like when a guy's like yeah like let's grab drinks sometime and it's like maybe someone you know or someone that like you've been friends with and you have to interpret like are we hanging out as friends or right. is this a date like That's I so hate when annoying. guys aren't like I want to take you on a date. Like, I want to take you out. Because I'm like... Right. It leaves it so open-ended. Like, you're guessing what their intentions are. And sometimes you yeah. think you know it, but you don't. You so. don't. And then, like, it, 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 the thing that makes me upset about it is, like, because then it, it gets on me. Because if, if, like, you say, let's get drinks and we're, like, friends, right. I'm going to say, yeah. you misinterpret that. Yep. I like awful. friends. I want to hang out. I like drinks. Mm -hmm. Let's go. But then like, I don't want to feel blindsided. Like I walked into a romantic scenario that I didn't think I was signing up for. And then I feel like it gets put on me after the fact to have to be the one to be like, so I just like, I'm really sorry, but like, I wasn't really like, I don't, you know, I think you see you more as a friend. And it's like, if we, if you had just been more clear up front, like I wouldn't have wasted your time or my time or made any of us get our feelings hurt. Like I would have just been more, more upfront about it before like anything went on. But I, yeah, I feel like guys don't ever say like, let's go on a date. Yeah, they anymore. don't. They're not very clear with their intentions right off the bat. And that's frustrating because mm -hmm. it kind of leads to awkward and uncomfortable future situations. Yeah. Hurley, how do you ask a girl out on a date? 
Uh, well, recently I just don't. <laughs> fair. I stand fair. in the corner and do my own thing. Um, but okay, traditionally, are you a let's get drinks kind of guy? No, I do dinner. No, but I mean, like, I mean, like, are you like, would you like to go on a date with me sometime? <laughs> How do you oh, ask? Boy. How do you ask? Oh, I thought you were just asking me. <laughs> oh, well, I already know your answer would be no, so it's fine. Um, I've tried to tell him that I, mean, I want to get married and he doesn't want to marry me, so it's fine. The most recent date I went on, we did just get drinks. Well, actually, some ice cream, too. Drinks and ice cream. Okay, but you're missing my question. Okay. I'm not, I don't care what you actually do. Drinks is fine. Okay. It's the way you ask. So, like, are you making it clear what your intentions are with this woman before you go out with her for drinks or ice cream? Does well, she know it's romantic? Or did you make out with her in the bar first? So it's already <laughs> done. Done deal. <laughs> I was going to say, well, for that date, it was on a dating app. So I think oh, it okay, was pretty that's pretty intended. clear. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. That's fine. Yeah, that's true. I guess, a, I guess because I don't go on dating apps. So, like, I don't really, I tried. I just don't like it. Oh, yeah. uh, try. Let's use that word I, loosely. I try as in I download it. <laughs> download it and then never talk to anyone at and all. And delete it two days later. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so yeah, I guess on there it's a little bit more clear. But like in the wild, in the, if you didn't meet somebody on a, on a dating app, how would you ask someone in the wild? I mean, it's... Uh, I feel like it's tough for the guys as well, though, because you're trying to figure out what the girl wants. So I feel mm. like also you would bring that up just to extend the um, trying to figure it out phase, which I guess you guys already alluded to. Yeah. So you're wasting time, I guess, during the date. But I don't know. I like food. doesn't matter if I'm with a friend or a date. <laughs> <laughs> I'll yeah. go on it. I feel, yeah. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I just feel like sometimes I get, it's like, weird you're always like does he like me does he not like me are we just like hanging out like what is this you i know? mean you hit the if, if the person doesn't like you back you hit the awkward spot either way true because you know? if you ask them out true. on a date and they say no then that's and especially if you're friends with them as well yeah you want to keep it kind of open-ended because then you could lose that possibly lose that friendship oh it my god has that ever happened to you. any of you have you ever like tried to date a friend and then it didn't go weird it didn't go well and then now you're no longer friends Mm, not exactly. I would say I've explored the option of <gasps> being more than friends, yeah. but I've never had like a friends with benefits or anyone that's been in my life for a long time. And then I've dated for a couple months and then we never spoke again. That's never happened to me. You, do you say no? It's never been someone that like I've been like best friends with. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, if it fizzles out, it's not like the end of the world. Right. Gotcha. Okay. Fair enough. Me neither. <laughs> I was trying to think for a second. I uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I feel like I I like I I feel like maybe I have like played around with it a little bit, but then like you don't take it far enough that like if it doesn't work out, it's I feel like after like a date or two or like, you know, you maybe have a kiss and then it's like, mm, this is weird. I'm just going to stop now and so we can keep being friends. But I don't know. That would make me really sad. I like having friends and I don't want to lose them over a date. Um, okay. Anyway, moving on. Um, that was a really long question. I apologize. Um, I am going to 
give you a question from one of the listeners for Dear TFS. Again, a reminder, you have never listened to a single episode. <laughs> have you ever actually listened to one? I've listened to the first couple. The, I forced you to watch the first episode <laughs> that we ever did. That doesn't count. Have you ever listened to anything else outside of that? Um, I think so. I'm, I'm not sure. Your nose is growing as we speak, <laughs> but okay. So um, I, I've i been explaining it um, to anyone that doesn't know. The listeners know by now because they're my loyal followers. <laughs> Love you. But you, since you don't know, um, we have a um, segment of the show called Dear TFS. I um, aware that you were doing that. Oh, you were. Yeah. Oh, yeah. did someone do their research? <laughs> okay, okay. Um, so... I have a question from someone. It says, Dear TFS, SOS, my boyfriend and I have grown apart. We've been dating for three years and I feel like the spark just isn't there for me. He's a really good guy, so I feel badly about it, but I know I need to cut the cord. How do I let him down easy? I feel like with all your first date disasters, well, not disasters, <laughs> but like they didn't go anywhere. You're the queen of this question. Well, Obviously, in those situations, it's hard because you care and love this per care about and love this person. Mm -hmm. That being said, I feel like anyone can understand the fact that the longer you extend something, the harder it's going to be for both of yeah. you. So, if I had to give advice in that scenario, I would just first and foremost try to compartment or yeah, compartmentalize and think about yourself and what you really need and, and how this fits your life. And if it doesn't, maybe think about how the other person could learn and grow from this as well. And letting someone go isn't the end of the world, especially if you can do it in a cordial, Okay, but like, what way. should she say? That's what I wanna know. I you're just, so, you're the nicest human on planet Earth. Well, you know, as long as no one's feelings get hurt and you do it respectfully. <laughs> well, it's a scary be like, thing to like bring up. Break up with me right now. <laughs> I want you to break up with me. I'm your boyfriend of three years. Tracy, the last yes, three honey? years have been amazing. Oh, the best three years of my life. I love you so much. I have learned so much. <sighs> I respect you and I appreciate the time we've spent together. However, I think it's best for the both of us. What? If we go our separate ways. I just separate don't ways? see us walking the same path in our future. And I want you to walk your own path and find a better future. That's horrible. I would literally <laughs> drop kick you if you I was your boyfriend. Spot, so yeah, no, I would just. I feel like that's just a bag of bullshit. It, I, want well, you, I want you to, I'm holding you back. I don't want to hold you back. Be honest. Well, I am not in a relationship with this person. And I don't know the ways that they have grown apart. Okay. However, if I had to. That's how you would do it? Approach it, yeah. They're not growing together, so they mm -hmm. might as well grow on their own. I would ghost him. Just when he's at work, move your shit out. Oh my God, and it's twisted. Block his number. <laughs> That's because advice. I'm not Terrible good at confrontation. Advice. Terrible advice. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, I It's not gonna be easy no matter how you dice it. Um, but I think yeah. that, like to Lisa's point, um, being kind and respectful and like owing him the conversation so that he can have the closure now rather than wonder down the road is is 
the nice thing and the right thing to do. But I also think just like being firm and being honest and being like, this is exactly how I feel. Um, so that there's no question mark. There's no gray area. Like I'm breaking up with you for X, Y, and Z reasons. Yeah. And you know, I feel All like people love. stay in those situations sometimes and then something bad happens. Like you end mm -hmm. up, you know, having, um, another person in the oh. mix when you shouldn't. And oh. I just feel a like get out before that happens, you know? Agreed. Agreed. That's before, very... before you have something to actually be sorry for. You can't be sorry for growing up and <gasps> becoming something that you weren't when you met. It's just part of life. Wow, that's like one of my favorite things I've ever heard. That's a really good idea. <laughs> that's a really good way to put it. Wow, don't be sorry for breaking up with him. Break up with him before you have something to be sorry for. Wow. <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> Mind blown. Okay, and then lastly, um, do you have any advice for me as I continue on this path solo dolo? <laughs> do, what do you um, want to hear as a listener? What do you think that I should do? Do I need to stop swearing? Should I? No, no, no. The authenticity is really okay. what makes it. <laughs> Puts a little oomph in there. Um, I think the direction you're going in is great. You know, when I go... When I return to something, it's because it inspires me. You know, I mm -hmm. like things that aren't too gossipy and dramatic. I like things that are inspirational and educational. And I love learning, gaining new perspectives. So I think you're heading in the right direction with, um, you know, the guests you're choosing to have and the discussions you're having on the show. So, yeah. I mean, it was so, me listening. It's like signing someone's yearbook. Don't change. Have a good, great summer. But you know what you can do is you can test out your dad jokes on your listeners so <gasps> I can be spared from a few of them. <laughs> oh, ruthless. I should start making a dad joke segment. I told you that from day one. I just don't know how it would be received. Well, I mean, there is no laughing audience behind you, but maybe they'll write yeah. in great comments. I don't Probably know. Probably because Hurley <laughs> would literally just turn my mic off if I started doing dad jokes. <laughs> this is She's not the, the audience for that. Like, yeah, I would have my own little drum. Okay. Yeah, you would. <laughs> Something on the table we can just... Yeah, that would be amazing. Um, you know what? Well, I'm going to ask my um, listeners. I'm going to. I'm going to. When this episode goes live, I'm going to send out a poll and see who would like to hear my dad jokes. Maybe just like one per show. You know, lighten the mood. Maybe that's how Absolutely. we'll get started. I think that you know, by a landslide, they want to hear your jokes. Who doesn't? <laughs> who doesn't? Um, well, thank you so much for coming on. I am obsessed so with you. You are one of my favorite humans in the entire universe. I am so lucky that you're my sister. I know this is not your typical activity. This is not something that you would normally sign up for. And I know that you did it for me. So I appreciate that. Um, you know, it was sweet. You only really said one embarrassing thing. Yeah. Wasn't she, too bad. She and then gave I the ammo before we got in the car, to be perfectly fair. <laughs> no, I didn't. I knew that you were going to say that. I had a feeling and I asked you and then she just went. <laughs> I'm a really bad liar. Yeah. Yeah, you are. Um, but um, no, it means the world to me. And maybe now that you're on it, you'll listen to an episode. How about yeah, that? Yeah. Sounds okay. Like something. All right. All right. Well, thank you guys at home. I appreciate you. Um, please go and follow all the socials. Like I always say, I'm tired of saying them. You know them by now. But love you. See you next week. Bye.